Welcome to the third episode of the work experience. In this episode, the master students in talent development and creativity from the University of Groningen, Joost, Gersa and Licia discuss the change in their mindset and the application of design thinking in developing their career path. I'm Yui and today with me I have Gersa, Joost and Licia. So welcome back, guys. Um, yeah, I think we have a lot of things to cover today. So we can start with uh, one of you. Um, but uh, before we start that, how are you guys doing? Uh, well, I've been I've been good, uh, busy, very busy. Um, actually, uh, so the company that I had contact with, I sort of had a talk with and all, uh, and I visited some of their like practice uh, times. Which is, I noticed it was a bit unorganized and a lot of work can be done and a lot of it wasn't really clear, like for instance what my purpose was there, uh, but that will be sorted out at some point. But uh, you know, I'm making progress there. So. Wow, so so let me go back. Yeah. So you actually, like last week we talked about, uh, talked about how far you progressed already with uh, being in touch with the organizations uh, and they provided you an opportunity, but from what I heard, you just got into action already with the company. Yeah, so it's so it's a small company it's mainly like a student company right uh but they want to uh, like expand and like uh move up a bit there's this so they play league of legends and uh, there's like a dutch tournament that they want to qualify for and uh i think it's the highest dutch one involves like football clubs like psv for instance uh so big ones that's what they want to move into and they have um they have games they have to play the coming weekends uh to qualify for that and so i was visiting some of their practice times and to see if i could help them with of basic things to improve on and I've not really been able to do that much yet uh, I was also talk, like mainly talking with their the guy that's actually coaching them mm-hmm. right now uh, and just giving my, my cup, cup of tea but like a lot of it I've not been able to put into practice yet but yeah. it's the first steps so. yeah that's, but that, great. So that's good. amazing like Put oh my god your shoulders yeah can, can we yeah guys can you think that when we started you had a question how to start, yeah, right? How to start getting to the esports scene, yeah. and um, now you are there. How do you feel like doing, uh, or, or between the, the 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 starting point and now? What are the feelings you have and and your thoughts about it? Um, I mean, it's very different. Right? Like, I'm in like, quite a different spot, uh, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm just quite happy that that I have a starting point now, and I'm actually a very very down to earth about it as well because like i said i noticed that a lot of things can be improved and it was a bit chaotic right mm-hmm. you can see that it's an organization that's like starting trying to start up mm-hmm. um so on one side i'm like you know if it, if it doesn't really work out that great i will still just have, i'll be able to put it on my cv and like it will count for something and and if not like if it does go go like great and better and they i can like input there like then you know the, the better so yeah I'm, I'm very i mean i guess while saying that i'm just more at ease with the with how it is now yeah good yeah i'm like so uh, open to like look for more things like that as well okay so to go back what are your key takeaways then like what what made this whole thing happen for you i mean actually taking steps that's uh <laughs> yeah th- that's the main thing uh, yeah just looking for for opportunities and uh, but actively looking for them not, not passively so you know i sent out mails to to people and sent messages to people and you know i got a reply for that i got rewarded for for that that bit of effort and it wasn't even that much effort if you think about it so you know like the key takeaway is like take steps and you know they can pay off and that's just what you have to do you have to like 
go through those steps. And, you know, like I said, even if this doesn't work out, I'll just go through the whole process again, mm-hmm. send more things out, look for more places. And yeah. Would you say like you are more confident and comfortable with it right now? Than Honestly, than yeah. I'm, I mean, I noticed it while I'm talking about it now that I am yeah, just a very comf- like yeah. comfortable with it now. E- even for me personally, like especially I always um, struggle with the, the first steps of things. Yeah. And then, but but after like ten minutes, like for instance, if I'm if I'm meeting a, a new person, like a, n- a new team or that new coach, maybe for the first like minute I'll be like you know, nervous, but then I, like, after that it completely disappears for me as well. And I think that's also with these kind of things. So yeah, oh. yeah, I'm just worried. I, I, I think this is interesting because uh, even though it looks so obvious and simple, mm-hmm. take the first step, uh, we still dream about the big break, something big that is gonna happen, and uh, the big company, the big. Sp- job position and and the huge thing that you're going to do but yeah it's just doing something so small so simple and and yeah, yeah pays off it's, it's just a start right like uh, obviously you know a, a big break great uh, if, that, if that can happen but i don't expect it to happen within like a month from now like in a couple of years like that'd be great you know? yeah but and it usually doesn't work like that right. like even if you uh, take a look at someone and say oh this person had a huge opportunity actually it was just step by step little by little this person was building something right mm. yeah exactly yeah. and th- that's what you normally don't see so i think maybe that's what gets uh, gives people unreal or yeah expectations yeah. of it especially yeah. with the, all the social media out there right yeah, now people only show like the high road uh, or the success but never the the hard and dirty part of everything Right. Yeah. Although I think the last bit is way more interesting to like find out how people actually got there and also their struggles, because I think you can learn so much from other people. So I think taking the step and actually connecting to people, asking like, "Hey, how did you get there?" Yeah, yeah. you can be proud of yourself. I think yeah. it actually yeah. relates to the challenge we had last week for everyone, yeah. like to contact three different uh, people and 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 see whether there are opportunities to to get something out of it. And uh, from what I've Remember, many of you completed the challenge and uh, had some kind of success. So maybe, uh, Tirza, you want to share share something? Um, yeah, so I had a chat this morning with someone from a school, which I've already been talking to a bit. And um, so I had this plan to organize workshops for children at secondary schools about like learning how to learn and planning. Um, and today they said that I could actually do it. Oh, so wow. Yeah. Can you, oh, can you, you give yourself <laughs> applause? This feels so weird to like give myself applause. Yeah, so that's really good. And I also, because I still felt like, oh, I, I think I still have to do like a bit more of, of the challenge. So um, I got in contact with someone and she, recommend, she recommended me this organization that does work for secondary schools where they help children um, who are usually like a bit behind in school or don't get like the same opportunities as other kids to involve them more in society and like to create projects with these kids so they can yeah become like active members wow. of society and wow. i i asked like if i wanted if i could have a chat tomorrow and then the person said let's make a video call out of it so yeah tomorrow i've got another video call nice. and also like a long time ago i went to someone's online like a webinar and she organizes workshops for secondary school students as well and I found her number on LinkedIn and I thought let's just message her on WhatsApp, like pretty straightforward, uh, asking if, if she has some time to call soon. And that also resulted in, I don't know when I'm gonna call her, but 
he was open for it. So wow, nice. Uh, so you are yeah. keeping yourself busy. So let's yeah. let's just trace back a little bit just to make sure we we got got the story because it was it was quite fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, <laughs> a lot happened. This yeah. <laughs> so you sent an email to the, the the person from the school, and then you had a meeting, and then now you you're good to go. Is yeah. That right? So I'm. Uh, approached the person on LinkedIn and he was like part of like the school directing thing so he was like quite high up and then he mm-hmm. knew like lots of other people so he kind of like it was a real life LinkedIn situation <laughs> so then I got to talk with um, actual teachers who are responsible for the project um, and then last week um, one woman she told me okay I think I can maybe like arrange something for you but nice. I cannot promise anything and then today she brought another teacher who is responsible for um yeah for the kids that need some extra help um so yeah i've got an appointment in july to see how that all goes and then i can also kind of build up like my own amazing thing so nice yeah fantastic so, so your patience and tenacity actually paid off it, it, it was like many meetings but now you got approval yeah yeah and i think it's also good to like have it in a few steps yeah and yeah be patient Keep your ears and eyes open for opportunities. That's what I did, and uh, it paid off. And I have to be honest; like earlier this week, I was thinking, "Oh, I, sh- I still have to complete the the challenge," and I felt a bit self-conscious, like, "Oh, should I message those people? Should I just email instead of call, or should I go for the easy way?" But I'm glad that I asked. Like, can I have a phone conversation? Because then, yeah. I sure. think you can get more out of it than just emailing. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a good one. Uh, we we have we have been talking about it quite a, quite a lot, but uh, sometimes it, it can be really difficult. So you have all these doubts, right? Yeah, so and how I still do sometimes. Yeah, and uh, that, that's normal. fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's just normal. But the thing is, how do you deal with the doubts? What 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 is the thing that made you okay? Now I have to call. Um. Well, I didn't actually call, so I sent a message on WhatsApp to ask if I can call, but that's already <laughs> okay. already it's a thing, so they have time for me. That's kind of my logic behind it, so I don't call at an inconvenient time. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm not really sure what helped me, but mostly also thinking, okay, I'm probably going to regret it if I don't do it. I, I just have to do it now. And just being very realistic with myself, like what's the worst thing that can happen? In the worst case, they say no. And then if you think, okay, what is the best thing that can happen? Well, you you maybe get a job there. And if you kind of put them yeah. on a scale and balance them out, then yeah. I think it's pretty obvious which <laughs> which choice yeah. can help you move forward. So I think yeah. that is that is one of the things. And I think with the self-doubts, also kind of acknowledging them. So like not yeah. trying to suppress them, but acknowledging, okay, I do feel a bit maybe self-conscious still about like my abilities in in the field and I don't really know what I'm good at yet and I don't have a lot of experience but then yeah just accepting that that it's normal and that you're here to learn and to grow as a person so yeah don't be too hard on yourself but (laughs) I I think it's nice that uh, there is this metaphor like if you're really scared of crossing a bridge to take the first step to cross the bridge you put a angry pit bull behind you, you know? <laughs> so like in your case you, you were a little bit scared of, of uh, calling and then you send a message like can i call you right now and then if the person answers you you have to call the person <laughs> yeah so it's really putting something yeah to but i feel like you're well not really pit bulls because you're really nice but like you're kind of <laughs> like a friendly human version of the pit bull behind yeah. my back when i have to step on the bridge 
Yeah. Yeah. Even though I I know I do it for myself, it's always nice to be able to share with others that you, like, you book progress and then other people being like, oh, you did such a great job. And then it just brings so many good things. So I think that was also it. Just if you have people around you that kind of keep you accountable and ask, like, how is your progress going, then I think it's, it's a lot better. Yeah. And you make more steps than when you do it by yourself. Now you have people asking how it is going, and then you like they remind you of what you have to do. Yeah, and maybe sometimes give you that little push, like what what is the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. Just go for it. So yeah, but uh, what I like what what you actually said, and I, I think we also covered outside of the like the live stream about the affordable loss. So whenever you think about something, right? Um, in in your case, you were thinking about what is my affordable loss when I when I contact somebody. So in in your case, uh, you could get no answer. But what does it do to you? What you, what actually do you lose by sending an email? So you think about Nothing. okay, if I don't lose anything else beside getting a rejection, feeling bad for um, a second, yeah. uh, but but the outcome could be that you get a job or an opportunity to work out something great. Uh, then, then isn't it then obvious that you would choose for the other option? So yeah. I think it's important for everyone to think about: okay, what, what, what can you afford to lose? A bit of your ego, a bit of your time, but what, what is the outcome? And compare it to the outcome, and maybe that gives you a little, uh, you know, the push. the push that you need to take the first step or yeah. the action. I think we always ex- like we tend to explore the side of what can go wrong a lot more than the side what can go right. And yeah. I think it's really important to to balance these things out, to not only think, okay, this can go wrong, but also, okay, realistically, what can what can go right? So yeah. for the people listening, yeah, I think asking yourself what can go right instead of what can go wrong is definitely a good step of yeah, positivity. Know, in the right direction. Yeah, and I, I was going to ask you, like, uh, so how, how, do you, how do you feel about you having taken these steps? Pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm pretty happy. So I feel yeah, it feels very. I just feel a lot more energized and good. ready to take on steps. And even though still in the back of my mind, I'm sometimes still really scared of like, oh shit, now I have to actually do it and I have to do something great. But then also trying to remind yourself, okay, but this is the first time you're like. Like I've had side jobs, but this is the first time doing something more serious. So you yeah. also need to um, allow yourself to to develop and to not be hard on yourself. Yeah, yeah. because uh, all the experts they start the same. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, also, I sometimes think of like when I had to learn how to ride a bike. If I would have given up straight away, I wouldn't be able to ride a bike right now. Or like same with walking. Imagine yeah. if kids would be like, "Oh, I just <laughs> fell. I'm, I'm gonna stop." With learning how to walk. That's Beca- because <laughs> I'm afraid of falling again or getting hurt, uh, yeah. things like this, right? Yeah, then you never yeah. go forward. Yeah. How about you, Lichia? How about me? Uh, so I completed the challenge. I called uh, three people. Awesome. Yay! I don't know about you guys, but I am such a goal-oriented person. I really need those small goals. They work 
quite well for me. Mm -hmm. Like doing this three times, doing this for half an hour. It works so well. And I've done this every time I, I wanted to be productive. I, I set this goal. And if I can share with someone, I feel even more accountable for yeah. it. And then yeah. for sure I will do it definitely. So uh, I called three people, uh, two of them, um, it was a big company and I had the, the direct telephone number, but it went to the secretary, like the mm -hmm. general person. Aww. And then the person said, oh, the, the, the person you want to talk to is busy. So let me uh, say that you called and the people never returned. <laughs> and I'm still wondering if I should call them again or just go for the next on the list. Um, but anyway, the third person I called, and it was funny because it was the third person, um, uh, she answered and she said, oh, look, I'm, I'm busy right now, but I will definitely call you. And just by talking to the person, mm -hmm. it was different. Yeah. So she returned my call and, uh, well, I, I already told you guys that is not a, my culture to, oh, let's have a coffee. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. weird for me. So yeah, I, I, I turned the conversation, I turned the conversation into a conversation, not like let's set a yeah. meeting. Uh, it was a very nice and smooth conversation. We talked for uh, quite a while. Uh, this is something nice when the person returns your call, the, per the person has time, mm -hmm. right? So yeah, it was, right. uh, uh, so she had time and we were talking and she said, oh, I, I strongly believe we can find something for you. So please send me your CV. Usually people send it to the general mm -hmm. HR email, but send it directly to me because now I know you. And, and this is something interesting, right? Just by talking on the phone with someone, just by this person listening to your voice is different than you putting your CV in the same pile. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm waiting to see what's gonna happen. Wow. I sent uh, right away my CV. Yeah. And um, I also sent, oh, since we talked about it, uh, these, this and this and that, I already have experience and I would love to work with that, but I'm open to other things as well. Perfect. And uh, let's see. And I, I also would like your suggestions, guys. Suggestion, guys, like uh, how long should I wait? Uh, should I call it back if I don't hear from her anymore? What What do you guys think? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I don't think there's like really a general rule. No. I think it really, yeah. It it really depends on the person. But but this is a bit difficult because you don't know that person that well yet. I would assume. Uh, depends on how the two hours you spend together, how much info you got out of the person, what kind of life she's living, is she's really busy, uh, and things like that. Uh, but uh, you can always give a reminder with an email or something. If you um, wait for a week and you haven't heard anything from her, you can always send an email and, hey, uh, I don't want to be rude, but I was just um, following just up. If, if um, there's any news on your side, um, if if so, please contact me and have a so we can have another conversation again. Yeah, just a, just a friendly yeah. reminder. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it's good to be proactive to show that you really want it, but then not like if they didn't respond in the same day. It's just finding <laughs> the balance in that, right? Yeah, and exactly. Uh, just yeah. I think what do we said? Wait a week and see if they called you back, and then say like, hey, I. Because I still want to have this chat because yeah. I'm really passionate about this. And yeah, because uh, honestly, I don't mind if the person says, uh, look, I 
looked for it and I couldn't find anything exactly. for you. I prefer a no than yeah. n- that crickets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just waiting and, and not having control what's gonna happen. Kind exactly, of, right? exactly. And and uh, I think on the other side, people don't like to say no because they don't want to hurt our feelings. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's worse to live it live as there on the yes. yeah, yeah, you know, waiting yeah. hard. But the thing is, instead of waiting, you can still be proactive yourself by going out for other possible opportunities still, right? Correct? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I feel a little bit more ready to set up a meeting, and an offline Good. meeting. Exactly. I, I feel more prepared. So, so, so you say like at the beginning, you were afraid of calling, you were in doubt, or it was uh, something uncomfortable. Now you took the challenge and you're saying you are ready to take the next step to actually set up offline meetings with people. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Nice. I can remember last time you saying that something was in the danger zone. Is <laughs> how, how is that now? <laughs> it it, it grew it a little bit. Like the, the, your your yeah. safer zone. Yeah, yeah. So your confidence have grown or has grown uh, during this period. What, what, what changed? I would say two things. Uh, okay. So, uh, first of all, my master program is flowing quite well. So, mm-hmm. I'm feeling co- more comfortable with that. Yeah. Uh, so, approaching the end, I'm, <laughs> I'm having the feeling that I will make it. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, uh, so, the le- last few weeks, I was a little bit in doubt uh, that I wouldn't finish in time and, and things were stuck. So, I was feeling stuck as well. So, uh, the program is doing is flowing better. And also by calling people, by talking to someone, uh, I don't know. I, I felt more comfortable. Uh, I, I thought that I was, uh, I was picturing this super monster and mm. super <laughs> scary monster. And uh, when I called the monster, I was like, okay, so it's not exactly that bad. Uh, I don't know. I felt good. It's just like I don't know. You, you want to jump in the pool and then you put it, your feet there. Say, ah, oh, it's not that cold. Yeah. I, don't know, I have that feeling. It's it's amazing, amazing. how how yeah. things turned around so quickly for you as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because like <laughs> if I think about it, at the beginning I thought, oh, I need someone, I need like a job fair to find out what job would suit me and maybe f- see what the opportunities are and see where I can um, find like a good vacancy and to find a job that way. But looking back, I I think the thing I needed the most was just a shift in mindset and a, s- a shift in how you approach these situations so instead of waiting for it to come your way or waiting to see like a good job advert on linkedin Mm -hmm. it's it goes a lot faster to to take control yourself it's just from being uh, like you know reactive or or like just passive to proactive yeah switching from passive to proactive yeah exactly yeah i think that that definitely helped me the most at least too good yeah, well you can see with all three of us, right? We all yeah. took action and you know, like you know, looked for it more and we found things and like what whatever those things are, like it doesn't really matter, but y- at least <laughs> we did find it things. It right? paid yeah. off for yeah. all of us. So I yeah. feel like Absolutely. if you're listening, I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that you will get at least something out of it. And even yeah. if it's not the the thing that you your your big goal for the future, maybe it's already a small step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe just overcoming this fear that makes it easier to 
approach people in the future. I think that's already really valuable. Yeah, yeah I, I also think that because if we take away the possible things that could be the outcomes from your, um, how do you say, your experience, for instance, yeah. or the journey, um, you have the skills now. You you have you know what you need to do to get there, or at least get uh, opportunities because you already done it. You done it, and you are still waiting for that opportunity. But you took action and and overcame your doubts and fears and and things that were holding you back. So I, I think it's already a a big change. Uh, even though let's say you might not get anything out of um, out of the opportunities, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I, I think today, um, uh, addition to the journeys of each of you, we could address some of the um, the questions from the TDC masters. Is that okay? Yeah. For and sure. maybe maybe we can brainstorm together because what we don't like to do here is to give people straight answers what they should be doing, but we want to stimulate a conversation so everybody can think themselves how. Uh, they can approach uh, certain things and uh, approach creating their own um, work experience. And we have a worksheet. Um, I will put it on. Uh, and maybe you can work with this worksheet here. So this is what we've been uh, using um, throughout these live streams. So we have the design thinking method and we start with empathy. So really asking insights, uh, the questions to, to, to know the people we are working with uh, or the people who have a problem and want to, uh, and, and we want to create solutions for them. And then we uh, define the, the questions uh, or the problems. Uh, and then we brainstorm together to find uh, different ways how we can approach that problem and then we often prototype, uh, in Tirsa's case, is prototyping workshops. Um, Yoast is prototyping how to structure the coaching system for the esports organization, for instance. And, and then they will test it and get the feedback and, and, and then uh, iterate and make the, the solution better. Uh, and this is what uh, we are trying to um, you know, install uh, in every e each of you to 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 think like this and 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 maybe start designing your own uh, work experience uh, in this way. Yeah. So you can download it. Um, it's already if you, if you're in if you are not yet in LinkedIn community, uh, you can join our LinkedIn community and there you can download the worksheet, uh, or you can just follow in in this uh, live stream now. Um, so Yoast, the first question we can maybe have some kind of. Um, so the first, the, the main question was like, how does one get involved in the work scene they're interested in, which is a very general question. But I think maybe we could still uh, use the. So how do you right? start? Like, if you so think I want to do this. So in your case, how, 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 what would you say? Because you you wanted to be involved in esports scene and you didn't know how. Yeah. So walk through your process. Maybe they get something out of it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, my process was basically, hold on, let me, you still have the design? Yeah, okay, so. Um, Just in few short steps, what what steps did you take and, and, and uh, did you go back between the steps and, and yeah, iterate? I think, I think the first step for me was, well, I mean, I guess the, the very first step was thinking, hey, I want to go into esports, right? Yeah. Uh, that was the first step. Then it came to identifying 
what specifically in esports in the esports scene I wanted to to yep. get myself involved in. Um, then I looked at the things that I've learned that I can bring to the scene. So the things I learned from from uh, from the studies, yeah, uh, but also from uh, my own experience with, with like the games and and having coached people in a very informal uh, way. Um, so that was just mainly the steps of identifying sort of what I want, and then afterwards it's identifying how to get there. So then it started with basically what we've been doing for what we've been doing for the past couple of weeks, um, seeing where can I get in contact with people. So uh, looking on Twitter for people that are coaching, sending those people messages, um, looking you know like online, just googling for esports organizations in the Netherlands, sending those messages. Um, and, and so on and then al also the other thing um, how do I how could I advertise myself in another way so the two being the, the just contacting organizations and Twitter and then a YouTube channel that was the other one um, and then from having those generated those ideas uh, of how to do it I, I tried those things so I said I made a message I sent that message to a lot of people um, I sent like a, an email to a couple yeah. organizations and I thought of some uh, things for the YouTube channel. Um, and then in the cycle where I went, so we tested it and we went back to like reflect on it. I noticed that I could improve the Twitter one, for instance, by making it more personal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think for me, that's pretty much been the process using this design thinking uh, method. Yeah. So, so key takeaways that I, I can think of is like thinking about uh, your own core qualities. Okay, what 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 are your strengths? Uh, what have you learned, and what you would like to be using to help um, organizations? In your case, you're trying to solve a coaching uh, problem, or or from uh, and helping players to 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 have the tools that they can work with to improve the gameplays as well. Correct? Yeah, that that was yeah. my sort of initial idea, and like yeah. at the, uh, the sort of organization that I am working with now. That has changed a bit, yep. but very much within my comfort zone and what I wanted to. So exactly. it's more about structuring their approach yep. and making their methods more practically usable. Because yep. a lot of the today they got a lot of like uh, files and like sheets and plans from from external yep. uh, companies, but they were very I read through them and they were just very very impractical and it was very theoretical and massive forms that people had to fill in for every situation and. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't yeah. really fit with that with them. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, the other thing is that you w once you recognize what you could do with what you've learned in in the TDC masters, uh, connect with your passion. You contacted people in the industry you want to work with. You got insights. You use those insights um, uh, to 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 create uh, your own or start creating your YouTube channel to get recognition or start your own brand in in some ways. Yeah. Uh, before you could actually even do this YouTube channel, uh, you got response back to your email, uh, which provided you this opportunity, and you got the first experience already inside the organization. So that has been your process, right? So the yeah. key takeaway is actually to talk with people, okay, how do I get to the scene? Yeah. If your question is that, you just ask that simply with the people who are already in the industry. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, exactly. And right? Yeah, uh, it sounds really, yeah, it's actually really simple. I think it's yeah. kind of similar for all of us. It's just like approach yeah. the person or the people that you meet or people yeah. that could help you. But that's usually the part I think where people get a bit scared of all the like 
of what might go wrong. Yeah. We'll so, but then, yeah. yeah, it's just that simple, actually. It, yeah, you just have to get yourself out there, yeah. ask the right people. And sometimes it's also a bit of luck, I think, if it's just like the right timing or... Yeah. yeah. No, but I completely agree. It's, it's just taking the steps and talking to the right people. So, like, you identify which people you have to contact what well, you you identify what information you need and then you find the people or the places that can provide you with this information and that's yeah. what we did and i think All also that. if you look at people what i did is already look at people okay do i already have someone in my network or someone i know or yeah. know via someone else because i think if people already kind of know you they are more willing to help you of yeah course. that's sure. correct that's sure. right. that's, yeah. so, so that's what i did yeah. with like the person from the school because i thought oh i think he still might remember me and then yeah i was really lucky that the teacher from the other school happened to be a former dance teacher of mine so then yeah yeah it's just a bit of luck but also getting yourself out there and yeah. i think with you know, the oh sorry. Uh, sorry no th th i have an interesting story about this uh that uh, my mom was uh, yeah doing an several exams so she was going quite often to the doctor and uh my sister-in-law was looking for a job so she was a physiotherapist and my mom said, why don't you go with me to the next exam? And then you give him your CV in his hands. <laughs> and he said later on, well, she worked there for many years. She was hired. And uh, the doctor said, just by looking at you, I put your CV on the top of the pile. Yeah. Just by, like, you gave your CV in mm -hmm. my hands. It was all that I needed to you choose who I was going yeah, to but to that's hire. what you did as well right like you called that person and they said hey we get a lot of CVs to this general email but just send yours directly to me and I'll have a look at it so that basically put yours on well, we don't know if it's the exact top of the top but at least it put them in the select group that maybe actually gets looked at right I exactly yeah, exactly I, I think yeah. if you're proactive you get some sort of like special treatment no, but but this, this, this <laughs> is exactly what we talked about like okay i've been sending or or uh, i hear people i've been sending 15 20 cvs and you know i don't really get responses well how <laughs> about trying to uh think ways about ways how you could differentiate yourselves from the other 19 who, who also sent the application yeah. um and 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 one of the ways like Licia literally just just gave away is that walk into a company talk with someone hand in the cv or pick up your phone and and then maybe have a conversation that could lead to something yeah. so so those are the things that can already make that make the difference how you can differentiate yourself from the the other applicants but maybe there are other ways you can try out as well maybe yeah start your own uh, YouTube channel or, or other ways or go to, I don't know, forums, Reddit, uh, try to find people there and, yeah. and, and talk to them or connect with them. Um, there are many ways to, to go about it nowadays with all the social media platforms as well. Yeah, and I think uh, when you, the example you gave for people, they say, hey, we s I sent like 20 CVs uh, and I'm not really getting responses. You use the design thinking you sort of you have tested your your product you made your prototype is i guess by just sending the cvs and you've tested it and it doesn't seem to be working so Don't you can go back yeah exactly <laughs> right and you can yeah. try change to change it. your approach and yeah and you can you can do this by sending it to people who you know work in hr department maybe they can help you review okay what are the things you could improve yeah. um and i i want to bring a story uh, my younger cousin 
in Finland, he was actually looking to get a job, right? Uh, he was almost graduating as an engineer. And he told me, I've sent like 12 uh, emails and CVs. Uh, so far, I got only one response and one one uh, interview so far. And I was like, okay, send me the, the CV and, 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 and the motivation letter. Yeah. Uh, and he sent me then, and I was like, okay, uh, you sent the same kind of motivation letter to all the other companies as well? He said, yes. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Okay, ask him. Okay, do you, do you think do you think they can feel that you use the same motivation letter for uh, wh- when you send them to them? Send uh, yeah, send it to them. And he said, yeah, actually maybe. I was like, can you change it? He was like, yeah, but I don't know how. And then we brainstorm a bit, and I gave him some tips. He used the insights because he tested it with me how it would work. I, I said, like, these are the things, if I would hire somebody, I would like to know. So he actually went and changed things after our discussion. He sent one email, one letter, one CV to this company, and two days from there, he got an interview. Really? He didn't get the job, but at least he got an interview, an opportunity. He got into the final stage uh, but he couldn't pass the the engineer exam in 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 the points that they actually required, so he wasn't oh. selected. But at least he got, you know, a, a chance to prove himself. Yeah, and that's sometimes what we need—only a, ch- a chance to prove ourselves. Yeah. yeah, and I think that already gave him more experience with actual job interviews. Like even though he didn't get it, yeah, it it is still. Nice. Exactly, and, and now he already landed landed a job without testing any of the motivation letters or CVs with me. So, yeah, maybe he learned something. Uh, maybe not to send the same motivation letter <laughs> for <laughs> every company he's uh, applying for could yeah. be. Yeah, I think the same was with you. Yeah, yeah like I'm, I guess I'm just like nodding a bit. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but the story repeats. Yeah, hey, live and learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like that's completely normal. Yeah, to just send it because it's already a bit scary sometimes to to send this letter to one yeah. person and it's just easy to click 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 but now looking back we, we we think we want to be treated differently so we have to act differently yes right yeah exactly this could be like on a tile like a little there's already a quote from einstein isn't it madness to expect uh different results but doing the same thing over and over again yeah right yeah uh so the next uh topic i think was really really out there was how to start creating a business right yeah uh with coaching because a lot with tdc masters you can become or there there are people who have become coaches yeah right yeah and our masters i think quite a lot some from the organizational masters track yeah yeah okay so let's talk about it if it were you so you would like to become a coach. Let's let's just ideate together and, and think about it. If you were to become a coach uh, and you want to start a business, how would you go about it? Well, I think I feel my story is a bit similar because I want to give workshops myself and maybe do something myself with that. So I think a step is to talk to someone who already walked this path and, and ask how they did that because then you, you get some inside stories um, they might tell you their obstacles and the things they've learned. And I think if you have those stories, it's it's a lot easier that you don't have to to make the same mistakes all over again. So, yeah, I think talking to someone um, who already did it 
or someone who inspires you. Um, I think that can really help. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I, I don't know if I said that here in the podcast, but I actually am a coach already. Uh, in Brazil, what I did was uh, from the moment that I graduated, I found uh, a woman that I admired. She, she was a coach already. And I asked if I, sh I could work with her. Mm -hmm. So she said, yeah, so I can send you some clients. You pay me a, like a fee or something. And then we can have this partnership yeah yeah so it was interesting i was just like a pupil looking at everything yeah. that she was doing and understanding how the process was and then um at one point i felt mature and and good enough to open my own office and so i still have clients here in in the really? netherlands awesome. Wow. Awesome. Brazil. yeah uh it's it's so nice when when you feel that you do a good job people uh, recommend to other people yeah. and the cycle is forever it, it came to a point that I never I, I didn't need to advertise myself anymore because it was just a, a flowing really? process yeah right. like wow. oh now you need to coach my son oh now <laughs> you need to coach my husband oh now you need to coach my <laughs> brother and then it was just like that and it was really good and when I arrived here I, I don't know we attract this kind of stuff and uh, this is exactly what happened to me Tirza I was giving workshops and courses and the students they really start admiring you and they want some individual help and uh, this is what is happening with me here as well so i have clients here and in, in brazil because of that so you could either start with someone that you admire just yeah can i can i stay here can i learn a little bit or you can start by giving workshops and and, and stay in this position of uh, helping giving knowledge and, and sharing things yeah, yeah. I was thinking maybe for our listeners, if people are interested in coaching, they can always shoot a message to Ligia. Of course, and of I course. Think yeah. You can yeah. share your knowledge with them. I think that's the most important thing, just sharing knowledge and experiences, because it, it helps. Ev it's, it's usually a win-win situation. Yeah, th this is the thing in the, in the uh, design thinking process of empathy. For me, it's really clear that I want to create a positive impact in the world so I, I really would love to have a job that I can feel that I'm doing that I'm impacting people mm -hmm. I know I, I had this insight and I, I wrote it over there this thing that is, is what I'm looking for so it's quite easy for me to know what I want and what I don't want when I see a job description because yeah I just follow this yeah. yeah. don't want like money status and all that stuff yeah. <laughs> nah yeah power it doesn't, it doesn't Exactly, and 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 there's there like this is one good example, and I totally agree with you. Walk uh, talking to someone who already walked the path can uh, can really yield good results, but also if you feel like you're a bit more of a low loner or you want to do things by yourself, build everything by yourself, there's many ways to go about it. Like if we look at the design thinking method and the seat, uh, the 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 sheet. You can see in the empathy phase, okay, if you, if you have an idea, right? Yeah. yeah, you can go out there. Let's say you, you can just walk outside, go to your neighborhood, go around, talk to people and, and ask them, okay, um, how do you feel? Would this add value to your life? And asking different people to see what are the responses, what are the things that, that they have as a problem? Because in the end, when you create a business, uh, I think is most often um, 
or businesses are most often success successful when you try to solve a problem, right? Yeah. So using the empathy phase to understand the possible end users of your product or service uh, could give you some ideas to what direction in coaching you could um, go with, for instance. Yeah. Uh, and this empathy phase uh, helps you understand the problem so you can create those ideas. Um, so for instance, if you, if you uh, talk to people and people say like, hey, oh, at work I have you know a lot of burnouts and I, I don't know how to manage all the stress and everything then maybe uh, coaching how to manage your uh, how to de-stress yourself how to become more mindful and these sort of things can help solve their problems and then you start prototyping you ask few people to join your workshop or the sessions you have one-on-one uh, -on -one, and then ask for feedback okay what what do you feel like what I could do better um, what are the things that you liked and what are the things you are not liking? And then you take that insight, you improve your prototype again, and then you ask different people and test it again as many times as you feel like, okay, now I have uh, a, a cool thing and a lot of people already validate this. It's, it's nice. Yeah. And then you can then look for... Uh, for the places you need to go register to have your company name, have a bank account, and you do all the research what you need to before you set your own office and everything, and then you just get clients, for yeah. instance. And I think that that's the important thing to note with the design thinking method as well. You you don't need to have a finished product to start no. off with no. like at all. You can come up with an idea, and you test it, and you keep improving it, and you keep going through the steps. Like this, does this hit? Like that, does this target what I wanna? Yeah. What I wanna target? Does yeah. this You know, do the thing I wanted to do, and you, you keep changing it, and at some point you will end up with an improved product, not yeah. a perfect product, yeah. but an improved one. Exactly. Yeah, I and think that's the most important because yeah. I feel like a lot of times people think, oh, I want to have something perfect from the start, but yeah. then that's just not not realistic, and it's and then people often wait for the right opportunity or when they feel hundred percent ready to do it, but I feel like that moment often doesn't really exist. Like you have to start somewhere, even though you find it scary and you don't know yeah. where to start. And even if you don't have the perfect thing yet, but with input from the other people. And Rome, yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day. I think yeah. Don't translate and I yeah. mean, like you don't <laughs> need to have business once you have like the perfect idea or perfect product. You can just start off with semi-good product and service and you just keep improving based on the feedback yeah. that you get from the people. Exactly. Yeah. Feed feedback's important. That's yeah, and and listening to 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 the the people you are giving the <laughs> coaching or whatever service uh, product uh, product you want to serve them with. Yeah, yeah. Really listening Good and observing. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that that is that uh, is our episode, guys. Unless you guys have something else to add, um, next time we can address more questions or more topics from the TDC Masters as well. Um, other yeah, from other people. Other and people, yeah. uh, this afternoon we have the walk-in session uh, at two, and we already have four people coming in. Next week we're gonna have also walk-in session, and we don't have people sign up for that yet. Uh, so we will be uh, informing you through socials. Um, so walk-in session is basically having you guys over here to discuss your questions, your struggles your challenges and we can you know uh, just talk and see um, and uh, maybe maybe we can inspire you to think differently and approach things differently so that you can get the job that you want or create the business that you want 
Um, so that's it, guys. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in, and we hope to see you next time as well. Thank you so yeah, much, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.